Ladies and gentlemen, the Eric Andre Show. Our next guest coming up on the show is somebody. We don't have. We have nobody coming up. A musical next. guest? Nope. Uh, no. Let's get. All uh, right. We got to kill some time. Uh, so, you think it's weird that we're all going to die one day? Tune in to the Eric Andre Show every Sunday night at 12.30 only. Welcome back to Owls Only Adult Swim Podcast. I'm your host, Bryce Hope, and I'm not I'm gonna do this podcast for four years, not two. I'm not gonna quit halfway through. I'm, um, I'm Alex. It's a whole new day. It's been a week since I've seen Bryce since we last recorded. Yeah, it's been it's been a whole fucking week. <laughs> um uh we we lost another trade center. Oh my uh, god! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's not even that fucking edgy. No, but it's funny. <laughs> Fucking, um... I didn't expect you to say that. As, as fucking Skatey420 once said, who cares, the Trade Center was ugly anyway. Yeah. Um, we're talking about the Eric Andre show. I think that was a perfect way to talk to start off talking I mean, about... They, they do have a part of it where he says Osama Bin Laden was his best friend, so... Yeah, <laughs> they do, they did... It's a perfect way to start off the Eric Andre show. Season one, specifically. Yes. That was so much more relevant back in, like, 2012, too. Like, Osama Bin Laden jokes and shit. Yeah, because when did he die? 2011? 2011. So he, like, he was, like, freshly dead. So people, like... Even nowadays, everyone knows him. But, like, people knew about him. And the dude was... He just... Was just, like... Thoughts on Osama bin Laden? He was like, yeah, I like him. Yeah, he was like, he was like the enemy of the world in 2012. Like yeah. he was like, he was like the main antagonist of the world yeah, in 2012. Now he's kind of just a dead guy. Anyway, yeah, now he's just, now he's just kind of a dead guy. Anyways, we're talking this, about Aragon. Anyways, this is um this is the 9/11 podcast. Yeah, um, we're gonna talk about 9/11 today. Where we fucking break down 9/11 every week. Um, how, how long do you think we can talk about 9/11 until we actually start talking about Eric Andre? Okay, well let's see. So Adult Swim premiere September 2nd, 2001. You know what happens nine days after that? So true. 9/11. Yeah. Did they have to cancel programming? They, um, they, they, had, they just play through it. They had to pull. What was the nine eleven lineup? They had to um, because like it was only on Sundays, I think, or Sundays and Thursdays, and so I don't oh, think okay. it aired during nine okay. eleven. Okay. But they did have to pull some Cowboy Bebop episodes because there was like buildings getting blown up and shit, and they're like, mm. I know that there's an episode of Pokemon that they banned with a giant tentacruel that like smashes up a city, and they took it out. Like, yeah, they didn't air it in, in America. There's literally an episode of Cowboy Bebop about like a, about a guy called the Teddy Bomber who blows up buildings. So they, you know, they had to they had to push that one back to like 2002. But um, right, we can talk about Eric Andre now. We got um, another minute out of that. So we're talking about the Eric Andre Show season one. Um, this is fucking huge show. This is like, um, this is like the fucking only live action show. I fucking hate referencing Star Wars. Um, this is the only live action show to survive like the Order 66 of Adult Swim live action shows. <laughs> For a second I was like, what are you gonna reference Star Wars? I fucking hate referencing Star Wars. I'll do here, it. No, here, I'll do a better one. It's the only, this is like the Wolverine of surviving like the Logan timeline where Charles murders all the other X-Men. Like 66 is better. Yeah, but I fucking <laughs> hate Star Wars and I don't want to talk about it. Um, fucking. This is actually, um, this is the first, like, I was still relatively in my like edgy like let's not watch adult swim because it's popular thing we're not popular but you know what i mean yeah 
Um, I really liked Eric Andre as far back as like 2016. Well, I think 2016 is when he like when he hit it big with like mainstream like internet culture. Because well, I I remember Rob. You guys don't know who Robbie is. Robbie is someone yeah. I knew growing up. Um. I watched it in the basement with Robbie, like the season six premiere or something, or season something premiere. Season four, because season six, season, yeah, season four, whatever. season four is summer twenty sixteen. Season six is going on right now. I watched a premiere, and we um, were like, "What the fuck is this?" Because we had no idea what it was. Well, see, that was, um, you know, that show was paired up with. Um, remember we said Pibby last episode? Yeah. This is gonna. This is like twice as worse as Pibby. That was paired up with fucking World Peace, which is the Sam Hyde show. Oh. Yeah. Um, fucking, <laughs> no, I don't know World Peace, but I know Sam Hyde. You watch those episodes. I know for a fact you did, because I, te- I remember texting you during the Eric the Eric Andre and World Peace block. I remember it for a fact that I was texting you during it. You were uh, watching those. I blocked it out then. Um. Well, the show sucks anyway, so uh, <laughs> fuck you, Sam Hyde. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I don't perceive Nazis. I don't care. Fucking, um... So, no, I think Eric Andre hits it big in 2016. A lot of it is because of um, the DNC videos and the RNC videos. Oh, okay. that's that's, that's when he hits to, it that's big. Starting to line up then. when he like when he goes to the when he goes to like the Republican national. Those are insane. Yeah, when he goes to the RNC and like gets and like gets pulled up on stage by Alex Jones and shit. Right. That's that's when the Eric Andre show becomes like viral and becomes yeah. like that's the like if it wasn't for that for those two videos, I really do think that Eric Andre probably would have like been like Order sixty six with the rest with of them. With that in mind, it's actually kind of surprising it made four seasons of it. Yeah, but I, I don't think it's surprising. Adult Swim like likes them, and also this is a Tim and Eric um, project. It's a Tim and Eric funded and backed project. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and the first season, this is like the the first season is very Tim and Eric, like more so than the rest of the show is. First season was it, it's it's it was weird. It was weirder than I thought it'd be. I didn't dislike it. I loved it. Yeah, but it was not what I expected it to be. It is. Well, it's it's in four by three, and it's like a VHS type quality yeah, yeah, to yeah, it, which is cool. That is very. Um, that's all that stuff is very Tim and Eric because Tim and Eric is all about like um, like make obviously Tim and Eric's stuff is all about like um, public access shows right. like check it out with Dr. Steve Brule. It's like a public access type show, and all the Tim and Eric like sketches and stuff are like that. Right. And so this was like. This, because this was back when Tim and Eric made like so much shit, and so this wasn't like, this was like kind of like not a spinoff because Eric Andre was never on Tim and Eric, but this was kind of like a, um, this is part of the Eric Andre universe, the fucking Tim and Eric universe, and now it's like it has outlived it. I mean, it's at least I lived it on Adult Swim. T E C U. Yeah, and now it's outlived it on Adult Swim, where it's now it's like the only live action standing, which sucks because Adult Swim live action is really good, and I wish they continued making more of it. Um, Speaking of, we ever doing Heart Chiller? Yeah, we'll do Heart. We'll probably see it for Halloween. Fuck yeah! Yeah, we can do do Heart. Sorry, I love Heart. I love Heart Chiller. We do that on Halloween. Do that in like Frankenhole. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I miss Adult Swim live action so much. I think the last non, I mean the la- I, we did have the um. The Adult Swim Ulog movie last year. That was really good. That was... It was... Yeah. I didn't expect it to be what it was, but it was good. That was good. We I had... watched that whole thing. Yeah. We had three Busy Debras last year. The last season of that before that got canceled. Um, but yeah. A live action on Adult Swim is essentially dead. I can't believe you didn't mention Joe Para. Oh, Joe Para um, died before then. Ah, yeah. That's true. Um, Debras outlasted Joe Para? By like four months. Oh, okay. Um... But yeah, all of all live action on Adult Swim is dead right now. Um, besides Eric Andre, which sucks because um, live action Adult Swim shows fucking rule and they're really funny. And I think um, I just, it just sucks. Like a huge piece of the network is gone with all the live action stuff gone. So I hope they fix that one day and bring back more live action. I'm sure stuff. they will. I mean, 
we we thought that we were hitting a, a decline in Adult Swim, and then they bumped forward by two hours. So I'm, I'm sure that they'll still do it's stuff. Still, it's still, I think, it's... I wouldn't call it a creative decline, but I think it is a bit of a decline because it's not... It's not as, like, weird as it used to be. Because now what Adult Swim is... I mean, they're still making, like, weird stuff. But a lot of it is also... This is, like, the prestige animation brand for Warner now. With, like, My Adventure with Superman and, like, Unicorn Warriors Eternal and all that stuff. And they announced, like, three new animated shows. So, like, it's going to be... Um, like it's it, it's going to become like Warner's animation brand, yeah, okay. I think, which does which I obviously I mean I love animation, so that's cool. But like also I do wish that something like Eric Andre show could get on they'll, TV. They'll, they'll go somewhere else. Yeah, it'll be um, cool. Like because obviously um, Eric Andre show. There's a bump I saw today because looking at bumps to put at the top of this episode, and um, one of them was like them introducing the first episode and say Eric Andre taped this and like spent a year teaching himself Final Cut Pro how to edit it cool. and then shipped it around to all these different networks. None of them wanted it. All every single one rejected him. As soon as he showed it to Adult Swim, they were like, "Yeah, we need more of this." That's awesome. Yeah, that's how that's how Adult Swim shows used to get made, and now it's like, um, it's yeah, now it's very different from that. Well, we can actually segue into one of your points. I know you took a note on it. They uh, there was one of the clips in I think it was the first or second episode mm -hmm. where uh, they actually have a timestamp from like twenty ten. Yes, they filmed. That's is that 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 might be the one with um where they go up to the tea party guys and like you forgot your hoods, well, you forgot yes, your hoods. Because I remember I was like tea party. It's a little bit dated. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it was what twenty eleven. Yeah. Okay, not that bad. Though. Well, this the season was twenty twelve. Okay, never mind. Then <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. But but yeah, it's still funny. That's also a fucking great bit going up to the tea party guys and be and holding oh, I fucking love that. holding fucking clan clan hoods and being like you guys forgot your hoods. They um, started bringing the other shit. They were like, you guys forgot your flag. People were, like, taking Confederate flags and stuff. Yeah, people were taking the like, flags. They were, they were like, thanks. <laughs> yeah, people were fucking taking them. Um, so, yeah, this also this season also does something that I, no other season really does, I think, where they have the fake guests because they couldn't get, like, a lot of real celebrities. Yes, I actually loved that. Um, yeah. Who, who was it? One that, well, the one that stood out was, like, they had Will I Am from Black Eyed Peas, and it was, like, just one of those dudes that spray paints themselves silver and, and does, like, yeah. robot dances. They had that guy. They had Russell Brand, who's just kind of, like, that guy, like, that really skinny old guy in, like, the, um, in, like, the suspenders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They had Jerry Seinfeld, who was just kind of, like, a, like, a, just a, like, a black guy wearing a, um, yes. wearing the puffy shirt from Seinfeld. George Clooney was yeah. just not George Clooney. Um, they had Joe Biden. They had, um, the President of the United States, Joe Biden. Was, was on this show chicken right no it was joe biden no it wasn't yes it was no it wasn't y they had joe they had joseph you're not gonna do this they had, to me on this fucking they had, podcast they had, i remember they had jeffrey r biden on this fucking um on this fucking show it was yeah, amazing dude, you know in season five of better call saul they revealed that they real <laughs> gus has a robot heart <laughs> Um, for, Sorry. <laughs> for those listening at home, I did actually successfully convince Alex one time that um, in season four of Better Call Saul, Gus gets – they reveal that Gus has a robot arm and had it the whole time. Yeah, and like – I was just like, really? And he was like, no, you're such an idiot. And I was like, sorry, I didn't expect my fucking friend to lie to me about something like that. You should know better. I was like, I just took that at face value. It's um, <laughs> yeah, Gus has a robot arm. Yeah, one of the best bits in this show is um, when Eric has no... When, like, Eric kind of... he's like He, like, wakes up in the middle of it where he's just like, where am I? 
I must what, have missed that. No, he's, he, no, you know this. Where he's like, he's like, what are we doing? Are, oh, are yeah. we doing a TV show? And then like he has tattoos on his on his fucking body that say, "Don't trust Hannibal" right, and right. stuff like okay, that. No, I remember that one. Um, which does kind of tie into one of the big theories surrounding the show. That I think has been this theory was definitely prevalent. I think in the early days, I was say, it's just season one, really, right? It's it's the first three, I think, oh, but right. it kind of filtered out after like they hit it big with um. With, like, the presidential stuff. Right. But there is a big theory that this show is a talk show set in hell. Um, and I that see it was season one. Yeah. Where, like, Hannibal is, like, the demon who has to make, force Eric to keep doing this stuff. He's only allowed to go up on the surface world to cause fucking chaos, which is what he does in this season. Um, the pranks are very low-key this season also. Like, they're like they're not, like, elaborate like they will get yeah, later on. Yeah, it's just, like, man hides in trash cans. Yeah, yeah, he's just hiding in a trash can. He's not, like... He's not, like, dressed in full beekeeper outfit carrying, like, stacks of bees onto the fucking yeah. subway. He basically, I said this to Bryce when we were watching it, I was like, this the show's funny because he just kind of, his job is to be an asshole. Yeah. Like, that's all he is. He's just, yeah. he's just like a douche. Oh, also, um, another bit that kind of, I remember seeing this on the fucking Adults with Message Boards, another thing that people said was evidenced, Eric Andre being in hell, was um, one of the street interviews he asked the guy he's like what do you think of eric andre and the guy just goes i'm glad he's dead um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of like a that was like a thing people were like oh this means that um eric andre show set in hell which i do th- i do think about that i think it's cool um season six is going on right now i think that if they were gonna do that they would have confirmed it yeah and also i feel like it becomes a lot less um necessary because um, during, like, during season two of Eric Andre, um, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell comes out, and so... Good show. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that kind of takes over as, like, the main hell show for Adult we Swim. We have done a Your Pretty Face episode, have we? I know we haven't, we need to. We'll probably, that might be a Halloween episode, too. Oh, no, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely do them, because those, those are the shows that you, so I'm just surprised we haven't done them yet. Yeah, um, just your, like, Your Pretty Face? Yeah, yeah, Your Pretty Face, Heart She, all that. Now we love Your Pretty Face, um... Oh, speaking of speaking of that, Eddie from that show, Eddie, who's like the guy, the tortured soul. Yes, he he he's in one of the Man in the Street segments yes, he where is. they just like go up with this massive fucking camera crew acting like someone's part of a scandal. It's like a random person getting groceries is part of a scandal, and Eric is like, "What do you have to say to the allegations?" And then Hannibal comes in and he's like, "I'm a lawyer. Look at my suit and shit like yes, that." It was. Yeah, I fucking love those bits. I love when Hannibal gets. I love when Hannibal gets to participate. I, I was gonna say, I just love Hannibal. Um, have you seen the bit in season two where Eric is like season two or three? Where Eric is just like just beating the shit out of a cop car with like a with like a brick and like a like a baseball bat and it, like and, real like on the street. Yes. Okay. And then um, Hannibal walks up and he's like, "What are you doing?" That's some cool ass shit. That's yes, what you're doing, yes, I have and then seen he fucking that. joins them. So good. We watched the New Year's Spooktacular, which is like the capstone for season one, right? Yeah. I had no idea that it was the "Why are you booing me? I'm right." Yes, scene. that is a classic. That's, I thought that that came later in the show. That's one of my favorite bits from the entire show. Like that, because like it's a it's a great line, which is why I've been memed so much. But the setup was why I made it my quote, where it's like, um, he's like, "I'm excited for two two more years of Obama," and Hannibal's like, "It's four years. He's not going to quit halfway through." Which is such a funny fucking joke. Yeah. It's so funny. They just boo. Yeah, they boo me. I'm right, and then they start cheering. Yeah. Um. The show is also another Adult Swim show with Killer Mike in it because Killer Mike has a lot of Adult Swim connections. Oh, he rapped uh, for the outro for one of them, right? Yeah, he was rapping with the woman singing opera. Yes. Um. Which was actually very fucking funny. He's he was the hype man. He was the hype man for the woman singing woman like singing a opera. Song. Fuck, I love Killer Mike so much. Uh, there are people saying like, "Oh, Killer Mike is bad politics," but like, I don't care. Does he? Like, we can he, talk about it later. He, no, we can talk about. It. He doesn't have. He doesn't have like 
the best politics were. Um, he was like a left winger. He is, but he doesn't have. But like he has like he has that kind of like safe left winger. Even though his music is like I fucking kill cops. Well, right, no, yeah. The only the only song I really know by Killer Mike is Reagan, and I love that song. It's just kind of surprising to hear that he's not like. A I think hard it's, left it's also I think um, a lot of like online people have like impossible standards. That is very true. Where it's like, as someone who works in politics, or it's like it, killer. They are very different things. It's like Killer Mike by any other metric in the world is like a major leftist. Yeah, but like by fucking people online but not to the fifteen-year-old Marxist-Leninist on Twitter. Exactly. Okay, like it. Killer Mike. Like there'll be like, um, oh, Killer Mike sided with cops or something, got and it. all he said was just like, um, don't do this. You know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. Like he, it's we, fine. We could probably move on, but no. That, that thank you for explaining that. That's I actually, love Killer that's Mike. Funny. He's on Frisky Dingo, obviously. Um, he's in the new Aqua Teen movie. He's, What's his character on uh, Frisky Dingo? He's Tequil. Yeah, I couldn't remember his he's name. The Tequil. rapper Tequil. Uh, he made one of the best albums of all time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. He's on Frisky Dingo. He, him, and ELP did the um, the theme song for the new Aqua Teen movie. Absolute banger. He's also in that. He has, he has like a um, like a cameo in that movie. Oh, he plays he plays Boxy Brown in that movie. The Plan Plan Plaza movie. Yeah, because Boxy Brown was Dave Willis just doing like a kind I of like sleep half through that. Unfortunately, remember? I know, but um, Boxy <laughs> I felt so bad about that. So I'm explaining it to you. Boxy Brown is like one of Meatwad's toys, and he's just like a he's just like a box with an afro drawn on it. And he... Oh, no, I know who this is. You yeah. Told, you told me this about this before. And so they had to recast him for this movie, and so they just had Killer Mike come in and Which do it. Which is good. Uh, the fucking applause, because I saw it at Comic-Con, the fucking applause when everyone realized it was Killer Mike. Like, I didn't understand what he said until I, like, watched it on Blu-ray, because everyone in the theater was started cheering like it was fucking Avengers Endgame. It That's was so, funny. It was such a good fucking experience, but I'm gonna do that. That's gonna be a different episode. Um... So yeah, this is just Killer Mike's in this show. Um, also in the credits, see Tommy Blacho is like one of the um, the second guy who does Metalocalypse, so that's kind of cool. Oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. Um, there's just so much fucking, there's so much good shit in this show. Like I love the interviews. Um, what do you? I think the interview section is underrated because a lot of people say they're like, oh, it's just the street segments are good, but I think the interview segments are really good too. The whole too. show or for season one? The whole show. Um, no, I've always found the interviews to actually probably be the funnier part. Yeah, the interviews but are awesome. I didn't love them in this season. Probably, okay. probably because of the fact that it wasn't like they weren't real celebrities, yeah, yeah. which is fine because they when they weren't real celebrities, it was they they made it funny. Yeah, it didn't stand out. I won't say I didn't like it, it didn't, as much. Yeah, it just didn't stand out as much. Yeah, this season does feel very. This season feels very different, but also it does feel like the same because I because like um we've been watching this over like the past week. Yes, and there's been like two Sundays during us watching this with new Eric Andre. Did you go? Did you compare them? Yeah, I've been thinking about it because, like, New Eric Andre, it does feel like the same show, but also like different. But also, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think season one was bad. It just it was, did felt a lot different. Yeah, um, which is a good thing, though. You you want your show to change. Yeah, I I love. I just love these. I just love all of Eric Andre. It's so good. Um, well, you remember when we watched his movie? I didn't watch his movie. I didn't watch it with you. Who did we watch? Who did I watch that with? Not me. I've not seen Bad Trip. Really? Yep. You mean to watch that sometime? I probably it's, will. It's fine. I think I remember who I watched it with now. I, I, it's fine. Um, we should watch it. Yeah. It's not Eric Andre, though, because I remember thinking it was going to be an Eric Andre movie because I'm an idiot. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I know that. But um, 
Yeah, no, I I would love if they just made an actual Eric Andre show movie. But I would I'd watch the shit out of that. Yeah, because also I want to talk about something else on here because um this is Eric Andre show, but I do probably have like a little bit less to talk about than I do with like the Room or Batman. So we can just yeah, talk. no, 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 I love Eric Andre, um, but we only watched ten episodes of it. So well, I'll, here I got into a tangent leads into what I was gonna say. So which relates to Eric Andre sure, show. Sure. So sp- so Eric Andre actually said that Space Goes Coast to Coast was his main influence on this show. I can see that. Were because like limited amount I've seen of it. Yeah, because he just watched like a shitload of Space Ghost Coast to Coast before they even started filming this first season, and so like it's really cool that Space Ghost has this huge influence on Eric from like this season onward. Um, well, because you can see it, especially in the interview section. It's in the editing, yeah, the editing too, because it's all very Space Ghost. Space Ghost did kind of like invent that kind of comedy on TV. What's the word for it? Like absurd, like kind of like absurdist, okay. like cringe humor, and also like that very awkward. I, I love absurdist comedy. Yeah, that's it's it all goes back to like I, Space Ghost. I, I need to watch Space Ghost sometime. Space Ghost is amazing. I, um, I like it. I love it. It's so good. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, so Space Ghost is a huge influence on Eric Andre. He came up with the concept, which I do love. But also, I kind of um, something they talked about on Dancing is Forbidden, which is another great. It's a great podcast. Um. Where I think it was answered for maybe it was a different maybe it was a different one, but somebody somewhere as part of the Aquatine crew mentioned that um, Dave Willis, Matt Malero, and Matt Harrigan of Fish Center Live pitched a Space Ghost movie over COVID to Adult Swim that was rejected. Huh. But the thing about that is, um, so much of Space Ghost is held up by um, C. Martin Croker, who voices Zorak and Moltar, like the uh, like two thirds of the show. Moltar is that the tiger? No, he's the fire guy. Brack is the tiger guy. Um, Brack is voiced by Andy Merrill. Forgive me. Um, Rissy talked about meeting Andy Merrill two episodes ago. That's it was cool. yeah, it was a, it was a very good experience they had. Um, but Andy Merrill is awesome. I probably, I want to see if I can get him on this podcast for for Brack show. Oh, do it. Um, but so yeah, uh, like two thirds of the show is held up by um by like C. Martin Croker who died in 2016 so I don't know what that what that movie oh, pitch is like I see it okay I get the I, I don't get the, I get the problem <laughs> I don't know what that I don't know what that pitch looks like but also I'm not against recasting either as long as they get someone who does something interesting with the role like I wouldn't there's a lot of people saying that like you can't recast it's sacrilege like I'm okay with recasting as long as it's not just like the most boring thing ever like I, I wanted something interesting with it I don't even care um, but it's different for show like that. They also don't. Um, they also announced. They have not announced the Rick and Morty recast, but they did this. Did you know about the Solar Opposites one, right? Um, yeah, I saw the clip from how they handled it, and they were just like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, he's British now. <laughs> yeah, they, they were just like new voice. <laughs> Love it. Um, they're not going to do that with Rick and Morty because it's too serious. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, they apparently still don't know. I heard. I read somewhere that it's not going to be an imitator. Yeah. Oh well, no, no. It's it's so it's not going to be a direct imitator, oh, okay. but it's going to. They compared it to new Mike compared it to um, Bugs Bunny, which is like every voice is recognizably Bugs Bunny, but it's not just like like the exact same. Okay. So it's going to be an imitator, just not like an exact imitator, if that makes sense. Yeah. No. It's they still need to get the what's his name, Aaron, the guy from TikTok. No, no, no. Red Skull. In, uh, in Endgame. Oh, that guy. Yeah, Aaron yeah, yeah. something, right? No, Aaron's his Walking Dead character name. Um, Ross Marquand. Whatever. Ro- Ross Marquand. <laughs> yeah, just get him to do it. I don't <laughs> know. That was, that was just a, a, a long-winded joke, but still. I don't know if he could do that. Um, fucking... Oh, yeah, also another thing comparing the show to season six is that... You remember the Reese Witherspoon guy? 
No. He was just like he was just like the guy in the blonde wig. Oh yes. He is he is a co-host in season six now. <laughs> okay. Because they starting Han- they kicked Hannibal off like halfway through season five. He didn't right? didn't kick him off. He left. Well, the show like he left the show like halfway through. season Yeah, he season leaves five. the show halfway through season five. So for the rest of season five and season six, they have like rotating. Do we know why that happened. Hosts. He was just done with it. He just didn't want to do it anymore. Okay, fair enough. But um, I love Hannibal. I wish he would come back. Same, because he's he's my favorite part. I love Eric. Eric's very funny. But yeah, Hannibal had they they complimented each other well. They do. Hannibal is so fucking funny. Um, one of the best bits in this season is the "What if it was purple?" which I had I had no idea you hadn't seen before. Um, I knew like the very the big concept of it. Like that's such a that's such an iconic sketch for me. I had no idea. I'd never seen that one before. Um, I've also noticed that Eric does a lot of. Um, Eric does a lot of Scientology humor in this I show. I only caught the one, and you had to explain it to me. What was the other one? Um, oh, wait. Because you showed me the clip yeah, when they were... doing that, the. That's not season one, though. No, it's not. But like Eric Andre in general likes to talk about Scientology, which I do not blame him because once you act... Because I listened to the last podcast on the left series about Scientology, which does relate to Adult Swim because they had Last Stream and Your Pretty Face. Um, and like I, I, I listened to like five hours of them talking about science maybe long it was probably like 10 hours of them talking I remember when you were learning about it and it like once you learn it 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 like never leaves your All brain I know is xenu it is the most but like no xenu is like the tiniest part of it because like the most bizarre shit is the fact they have like a fucking boat like sea org and shit oh i knew that yeah like and like ron l ron hubbard's like army of like of like 12 year old girls and shit that like enforced the they were like the SS of fucking um uh Sea Org and shit. Crazy. I did not know that. It's crazy. There's so <laughs> there's so much shit in Scientology that's insane. Um but yeah, sorry. I I, I Scientology's fucking wild. Um funniest cult on earth. Um mind. I'm not gonna say that. Fucking um But yeah, Eric Andre, fucking sick ass show. Oh yeah, also they released um the trailer for the new Metalocalypse movie. Did we watch that yet? Yeah, we watched it. We watched it at your house, but we can probably watch it again before we leave. We'll watch it. Um, oh, no, with the whale. I remember it. Yeah, because the whale was the big, one of like the big things in Metalocalypse because they are adapting, it seems like they're adapting Galacticon 2, which is like the album with um, Brendan and stuff. Like the, the album Brendan made that's like the finale to Metalocalypse. But like told through like metaphors and like right. and, like not any of the words, so they they are it's, adapting. It's, I'm that. not touching you, Metalocalypse. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's, I'm not I'm not touching. I this is like legally safe Metalocalypse. So they are adapting that for the movie, which is going to make an insane fucking a, movie. Yeah, like as a metal fan, that album's good. So it's really they're good. not going to copy the songs though, right? They're going to record new ones. Yeah, they have two new albums coming out. They have Death Album Four and um, the soundtrack to the movie coming or, out. I remember being like 15 and listening to Death Clock and like not even really knowing that it was a part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's all... I pre-ordered a bunch of Death Clock shit um, for the movie. Like they have a 100-page magazine, a hardcover magazine coming out. I pre-ordered that. I pre-ordered the Death Album 4 vinyl and CD. Pre-ordered the Death Album 1 Deluxe Edition because that's been out of print and I couldn't find it forever. So I have a lot of Death Clock shit coming my so, way. I'm just looking at your notes and I just see in all caps, we sing an opera ho. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what Killer... <laughs> oh, I know, I know. But the way you take notes is awesome. That's what Killer Mike says. Um, yeah, they measure fucking Demi Lovato's Thetan levels, which is like a Scientology yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. I... I could see Demi Lovato being a Scientologist, which is why I thought he might have done it. But I guess she... I guess she, she's... She's not because the no, way she reacted to it. she like... She also that was like before rehab and stuff for her. 
Yeah. I don't. If, if, I if they got her, it would be after rehab because like huge thing Scientology does. They go they get after you in rehab. They they go after people who are like addicted to drugs because it, it's a really easy way to like just. It's a really easy distraction. Yeah. So they like they prey on people who are addicted to drugs. Well, that fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> but no, I was gonna. I was gonna say. I was not like a massive fan of Demi Lovato as a kid, but for whatever reason, I like knew yeah. her general path. Yeah. So like, I know she was like a child star, and then she went to rehab, and uh-huh. then she was she was singing now, I think. Yeah. But um, this this was before she went to rehab, I think. But um, so the air, so the fucking no, the thing about Scientology, which you'll be glad to know, because you said it was fucking horrible what they do, which is it is very horrible. Yeah, that's awful. You'll be glad to know that Scientology was essentially decimated by the internet, and now it's just it's all about keeping members, it's all about keeping it in okay, the thing. Okay, that's cool. So Scientology, remember, folks, Scientology will die out because the internet decimated it. Yeah. Like it, like in the seventies, there was like a genuine chance it could have like. Got like infe- infested the IRS. They got into the IRS. They could have infested huh. like the actual like full on government, but the internet came and fucking decimated them. So, huh. um, yay for the internet. And that's why uh, Tom Cruise has the tooth in the middle, right? I don't know. I think <laughs> Tom Cruise is a fucking you know, freak. You don't, you don't I, remember that meme? What like, I mean? Fucking. This is like 2011. It's like a picture of Tom Cruise with a with a line drawn over the picture, uh-huh. showing that his tooth is in the middle of his mouth. Oh, okay. It, never mind. <laughs> um, Tom Cruise is a fucking weirdo. I don't like. There's like there's a thing on Twitter where people try to act like Tom Cruise, the coolest guy in the fucking world. He's not. He's a fucking yeah, cult leader. He's cool if you were like in middle school and watch Mission Impossible. <laughs> he's a fucking cult leader. I don't give a fuck how many ironic posts you make about like, oh, Tom Cruise saved movies. He's a fucking cult leader. Fuck you. Um, but yeah, real great Eric Andre. Episode. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Mm. We're like treading water here. We're like half, half an hour through it. We're just, I mean, it's just a, it's, it's a great show. Yeah, Eric Andre's good. Uh, it reminds me of uh, Bad Grandpa a lot. Well, that's what, um, it's all like that sort of... That genre. Yeah, it's like that jackass thing too, which is like Eric Andre does a lot of stuff with Jack. Oh yeah, also, we can talk about Eric Andre's career. Like, Yeah, um, do that, because I actually don't know any about it. Well, Eric Andre, he just like, he's in this, obviously it's his main, this is his main baby. Um, he's done movies, he's... The, what movies has he been in? I don't know, he's done movies. Because I remember thinking, like, this dude came out of nowhere. And I thought it was cool. I don't know anything about his... He his... was in Curb Your Enthusiasm for, like, as like a guest star. Cause like a, That's cool. There's an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry's just, like, um, getting coffee. And the intern that hands him coffee is Eric Andre. Huh. And I remember being... It's like a jump scare where it's like, what the fuck? Like, Eric, what are you doing Pre here? Pre or post? Pre. Okay. Um, cause it's like, this is like during season seven of Curb, it's like 2010. Um, okay. so it's, yeah, so he does that. He's the, the main thing that I associate him with beyond this show is he is Lucy on Disenchantment. He's like a little. Yes, but that's after the show came out, right? Oh yeah, that's long after. Right, right, that's what I thought. But I I'm, did, I did know he was in that. Yeah, he's Lucy from Disenchantment. Um, he's great in that show. He, he has done, he's starting to pop up a lot more in voice acting roles since like the late 2010s. Um. He's got a voice. Yes, he has a great voice. He's he's in movies. I can't pull any right now, but I know he's in movies. But the main thing I'm talking about is I've been seeing commercials for this ABC show about like rating pranks, kind of like a kind of like the American Idol format with like ho- like judges and stuff. Yeah. And Eric Andre is one of them. 
So this man who's on Adult Swim now doing, like, the most fucking outlandish... Like, season six is just as fucking disgusting as this season. And he's just, like, on ABC sometimes being, like, a fucking, like, a host on, like, a American Idol-type show, but for pranks. It's really interesting. Huh. It's interesting. He's not a judge, right? I think he's a judge. He's a judge. I don't know how much I like that. I don't know how much I like it either. I don't it's, know how much I like that. <laughs> it's it's interesting. He's in um, Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23 with um, Kristen Ritter who's Jessica Jones and Jane from Breaking Bad. Okay. Which is why... Um, I'll watch it. Which is why she's... Which is why she, like, um, is more familiar with him, and he has to try harder to gross her out. I also noticed one thing about Eric Andre that... Um, it's not saying that, like, it's... I'm not saying it's good or bad, but when Eric... You can... When Eric is nervous, he really... He really goes into, like, full-on edgelord mode. Yeah. Like, when he's up on stage with Alex Jones, he's like, here's my keys, I want you to go fuck my wife. And, like, he's talking yeah. about, like, piss or whatever. Have you seen his interview with Nardwar? Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Right, like, he... In that interview, he straight up just, like, ha, your mom's dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's bad. Um... That interview is actually one of the only instances in which both of them break character. Yeah. Because uh, I remember Narvar was like, yeah, well, my mom's dead. And Eric was like, oh, well, I'm really sorry about that. And then they like just kept going. Yeah. Um, he broke character a few times in season one. When they bring the bear in, he's yes. like, I don't want to do this anymore. When they bring, when they bring the bear in, he's like, I am not a fan of this bit anymore. Because that's like an act. He's like, this is still safe, right? Yeah, and, no, that was, it was funny. And also when they do like the baby thing where they're going to hold babies. And he's, he's like, I made a kid cry. I don't want to and do this he's, he's like, I made a kid cry, man. I don't want to do this anymore. Also, the another one is when he goes into the jewelry store and he smashes the case. And, like, you just hear the... You don't see it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear the audio of him going, like, talk to the cops, talk to the cops, I'm not going to jail twice for two bits. Um, The first bit he went to jail for, which I, I, I don't know if it's in the season or not. They may have not... I know it's online. I don't know if it's in the season. But he just, like, goes into, like, a city council meeting. Like, an actual city council oh, meeting. And he's just, like, dressed like a frat guy and is trying to, like, give beers to people. So he did go to jail for that one. Like, oh, well, yeah, that's illegal. <laughs> um, I guess I was stealing, but... Oh god, such a good fucking such a good fucking show. Um But yeah, so he did go to jail for that one. One of the times he broke Oh, one of my favorite um times he breaks character is in season four. There's like this guy, um he's like a big fucking Italian guy. I don't know who he is. I'm sure he's on the Sopranos or something, I don't know. <laughs> And yeah, you know he's the Godfather. He's... <laughs> he he just he just he just looks like a Sopranos character, and um, never seen that show, so me neither. And he goes up to Eric, really, and he, yeah, and he's he's like, I'm gonna kick your fucking ass. And then Eric is like, wait, wait, wait. Like Eric is like actually, he's like laughing, but he's like actually a little scared. Eric because like he like throws Eric out of his chair, and Eric is like, Eric is like, wait, wait. I've seen that. Yeah. Oh, it's such a well. Go- the thing with Eric that. We're just on a first name basis with him. The yeah. thing with Eric is that when he breaks character, he still plays through it. Yeah. Which is really fucking funny. He still plays through like, it. Like, he's, like, the. I'm sure if you guys are watching this, you've seen season one of the show. But when the bear comes in, he's, like, grinning. He's like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. It's still safe, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I truly wonder how often he really, because, like, and this is in season six. There's a, he just, like, literally gets naked and climbs on top of one of his guests. And I'm like, Eric, what are you doing? Yeah, so something I've, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but something I've always wondered is, like, how much do they tell these guests? I know that um, a lot of the times they don't tell them anything. and Like, like the majority of the time they don't yeah, tell them Yeah, they anything. don't tell them anything. And they do, they do shit, to, they do horrible shit to torture them. Like, they put seafood underneath the seats and they make it, like, incredibly hot, like, like ungodly hot and stuff so like that. it smells like ass. 
And also, just like it's just to make it really hot, just to torture them further. Mm-hmm. And um, although some people do get it, like when and you see how he has to alter his strategies, and people get it. Like, did we talk about that on the show? I think we talked about it on another I episode. Think we did. Are we? Oh yeah, I'm sure we did. And we talked about um, where he has to change his strategies. Where he'll like, I think we talked about it in a different episode. Oh, okay, but um, he Maybe does. It was one I wasn't in. He does shit like um. He does shit like he makes Kristen Ritter, who's like his friend and co-star on another sitcom. He makes her watch. Um, he makes her watch Two Girls One Cup, mm. which is so. You fun- did tell me. You you told me that in, in like casual conversation. Yeah, you're like when when like when he had Mia Khalifa on. Okay, yeah, he has when he has Mia because his thing now is um, he just tries to get celebrities either canceled or in trouble. Or like he'll tell yeah no yeah we did we did talk about this on air we, we talked about this on air yeah we yeah did. we talked about this on air. Um, but he he does he likes to try to get celebrities canceled or otherwise in trouble now, which is a really fun because like it's everyone knows who he is. Yeah. So he'll just go on and just be like, "Weren't you at the January six riots in, and shit like that?" In some ways, it's like Impractical Jokers at this point. Yes, it is. Very, it's very Impractical Jokers. It's very similar which to that. I kind of love comedy. that show. Yeah, it's a great show. Like unironically, I love that. show. It's a great show. Yeah, it's great. Everyone loves Impractical Jokers. Really? I thought. Okay, good. I thought some I, people didn't like it. No, no, I can't. I, cannot think of a single person who's like man impractical jokers fucking sucks like no everyone loves impractical jokers fair enough bet it's a it's a it's a great show um fucking uh but yeah eric andre he's great i love all i love all the street stuff um they they only get more elaborate too which is great um fucking i'm trying to think of any of the guests they had this season demi lovato is the only one i could really think of that was like the celebrity i recognized i couldn't think celebrity of celebrity i recognized yes but there was other people there was also people that was like obviously celebrities yeah there was like obviously like killer mike i recognize i love killer mike um who was the other person i the woman like the last episode yeah i forgot her name but i know what you're talking about she was she was probably a real celebrity yeah because she definitely didn't know what was going on the celebrity celebrities also he Gives out um, Seth Rogen's actual phone number in, one, in season I three. I knew they had to change it, right? Yeah, he had to change his phone number because Eric actually put his real phone number on Adult Swim, which, which is, is fucking funny. That is one of the funniest Can't things in the world. Can't yeah, even be bad. that is one of the funniest things in the world that Eric's ever done. It's so fucking funny. I'm gonna um, do that to you. Yeah, when I, when I run for office, I'm just gonna drop your phone number. Let's see, let me pull up Alex. Okay, fuck number. you. Don't give people my phone number. Alex's number. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. Is five seven one okay? <laughs> God, now they know where we live. Um, how? Why is your area code different than mine? Because I'm from Woodbridge. Okay, I guess that settles it. <laughs> it I is, guess it is a different area code. I guess that settles it. You're from Woodbridge. Yeah. Um, Boom. I've been telling y'all for years. Yeah, because that settles it. Um, let's see what else is going on. Oh yeah, they finally released the new Futurama trailer. I'm so fucking yeah, I was excited. Gonna say we watched a lot of trailers in the last couple of days. It's because like. Because what's happening to me right now is that everything that I care about is, like, coming out. Because, like, Ju- July 21st, the Venture Brothers movie. Like, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm honestly just going to give you the day for that. I'm take, I'm take, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you reach out to me if you have any thoughts. I'm taking the day off from work. I know, I figured. Um, and then July 24th is the Futurama movie. No, fuck, the Futurama um like continuation on Hulu starts July 25th the venture movie comes to Blu-ray and then August 22nd is the death of the I'll metal Blu-ray when, it, yeah. when you get it we'll do we'll do I have a couple things planned for that um well, I'm you an, have Rissy doing the actual episode right Which yes is like totally because Rissy did the actual episode with me because like I don't know anything about the show so much of that of that episode is gonna be talking about like the like 
the payoffs and the lore and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because it, so that is definitely a risky episode. Um, fucking great, great fucking um trailer. I'm so excited. So that so like the trailers for future for Venture Brothers, Futurama, and Metalocalypse all came out within t- like two weeks. Yeah. And I'm just so fucking excited for every single one of them. It's going to be a good month. It is going to be an insane month. And also, like, there's just other good shit going on, too. Like, Always Sunny and Righteous Gemstones are on right now. Righteous Gemstones is one of the funniest shows on TV. I've been watching a little bit of Always Sunny. Always Sunny is fucking incredible. Um, Archer, final season, is this um, is this August, which is wild. Because I've been watching Archer. I think Archer is the show I've been watching, like, live. Like, most consistently? The most consistently for the longest time. Because I've been watching consistently since I was 13 years old. Like, um, there are... It's going to be the 14th season of Archer. And starting with a season 5 premiere, I've watched, like, I've watched it live every time. It's 13th, you said? 14th is going to be the last. All right, damn. Um... Nine years. Uh, yeah. Fucking, I'm so... I love Archer. I'm really excited to see how it ends. I think it's time because Jessica Walter passed away. So she was like the heart... Not the heart... I don't know if she's the heart of the show, but the show really is not the same without her. And I think think it's time, but I'm also really excited to see how they wrap up this story. And also, it's going to be very weird because Futurama is coming back and Aqua Teen is coming back. And like... I forgot Aqua Teen is coming back. Yeah. um, Are they coming back for like an indefinite amount of time? At least for five new episodes. Okay. Think, I, but you think they're going to... I think they're going to keep doing more. Um, That'd be cool. Um, I, Aqua Teen is probably the show I regret shitting on the most because it was actually really fucking funny. Yeah, Aqua Teen's amazing. So having Aqua Teen come out when I'll actually be able to enjoy it is going to be cool. So I think like... Because um, I something I always talk about on this podcast is like how the summer of 2013 is like what leads to me doing this podcast. Because summer 2013 is when I get into Futurama and King of the Hill when Futurama is airing its last season. So I'm watching it live on Comedy Central every week. And also while I'm doing that, I'm getting into like Aqua Teen right, right, right. and well, stuff. Well, I remember that. That was Aqua- around the time all that happened. Aqua Teen and Archer and stuff. And so I think like the f- four of the biggest shows for me are like... The I think five like five of the biggest shows for me that that like led to everything I do now is like me in 2013 getting into Futurama, King of the Hill, Archer, The Venture Brothers, and Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Mm. And it's so weird that Venture Brothers and um, Archer are ending this year, and then Futurama, <laughs> King of the Hill, and Aqua Teen are coming back from the dead. Well, it's just a cycle. It is a cycle. I really hope. Um, I I obviously I I. I don't know if I want more Venture Brothers. I mean, obviously, I want more Venture Brothers. Venture well, Brothers is my favorite thing ever. I know you and I talked about it. You you want more if it makes sense. No, I want more if, like, I don't want... I feel like this is probably going to be, like, such a good finale. I'm worried if they make more, they'll get canceled again, and this time they won't be able to finish it. Yes. So I don't want that to happen. But also, like, I don't know, season four was a perfect... Um, like series finale to the Venture Brothers, like is this, that the one with the prom? Yeah, the prom is such a perfect series finale to the Venture Brothers, and yet they made three more amazing seasons. And if they still left it on that cliffhanger, I would still be glad we got those three seasons. Maybe I do want Venture Brothers to come back. I don't well, know. Doc wants to do till he dies. Yes, said, that's right? what Doc Hammer said. Um, Archer, I kind of, I kind of want Archer to stay dead because I, I, I think it's not really the same without Jessica Walter because she is just so much of that show to me. Right. And, um, yeah, moral oral, Dino, um, Dino, Dino said, um, apparently on Instagram or something, he was like, stop fucking asking me about moral oral. So, so that's not coming back. That's not coming back. Um, I was thinking about that literally yesterday. Yeah. I was like, we're going to get more moral oral. No, he was like, stop fucking asking me about it. Um, Fris- Fair enough, Dino. 
uh, Adam Reed, who did Frisky Dingo, he like kind of just like retired and lives in like North Carolina, just fucking bawling out. And so I don't think they're, they're ever going to make a reboot of that, even though I would probably like that. I don't know. I've seen a lot of people say that they want more Frisky Dingo, but I think it's such a perfect piece of comedy. I wouldn't want to like them to do more of it. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good stuff coming up on Adult Swim this year. Teenage Euthanasia is coming back. Um, that might be our next episode. Depends on yeah. like timing. I'm excited for that. Um, we need to watch it. Yeah, it's, it 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 take about three hours to watch all season one. Yeah, so, like um because it's seven episodes, so like five episodes is two hours, and another forty five minutes after that. So it take like three hours to watch all season one, and then like obviously we can record that. So we could do that at some point. Um, why? Well, yeah, we can do it soon because season two is coming out this summer after Eric Andre's done, I think. And, like, it's, like, late July. It, it comes out, like, right between Venture and, and Futurama. It comes out, yeah. like, that Sunday. No, no, wait. They changed it. They changed it. It comes out, um, <laughs> it comes out on Wednesday now, which is weird because Adult Swim comedies only come out on Sundays. This is, like, one of the first comedies to come out on Wednesday, oh, which is cool. weird. That is cool. It's, I don't know. I think it, it does break tradition, whereas com- all Adult Swim comedies traditionally premiere on Sundays. So all it is comedy, isn't it? No, Adult Swim comedies. Um, and so... <laughs> I don't, there's a lot of people saying that like it's, that like, you know, it's bad because they're breaking the tradition and stuff. But what I'm saying is if you're going to do that, then make my life easier and just move it to 10 o'clock, like all cable (laughs) networks instead of midnight. Because I, I stay up till midnight, till 1230 on Sundays and Thursdays so I can watch Eric Andre and Unicorn. And so it would make my life a lot easier if they aired it at 10 a, 10 PM. Um, I mean, so take notes. People that are listening yeah, start I mean, scheduling this shit at 10 p.m. This fucking podcast is just me saying things that a lot of Adult Swim fans think are fucking sacrilege. Like, it, that's just all this podcast is. It's just us being sacrilegious yeah, to Adult Swim fans. It's just fans. me being like, yeah, this show, never seen it. Said it sucked when I was 16. Yeah. <laughs> that's the- <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably it for Eric Andre. I think we discussed a good I bit of it. I think that um, I like Eric Andre. Good show. Yeah, it's great. I think those I, I have it on VHS. Um, it's great to watch on VHS. I'm going to steal it. Um, season 6. Season 6 is probably done. I think Season 6 will be done by the time this comes out. So go stream Season 6 on Hulu in December. Because it, does it doesn't come out on streaming until Hulu in December, which is what Eric said. Okay. Um, it's, like, it's like, along with being the only show to survive the Order 66 live-action purge, it is now the only show to survive the Hulu purge, besides Dream Corp, which is bought by Hulu. And I want to do Dream Corp with you. I think you love that show. Okay, cool. Um, um, one more thing before we go. Yeah. Make one more Star Wars reference. Um, that isn't Order 66. Okay. Uh, Star Wars Holiday Special... Um, fucking Jar Jar Banks comes back to life as a Force ghost and is like, "Oh, Annie!" Um, what the fuck are you talking about? That's one of the, that's one of the sketches in the um Robot Chicken Star Wars special. Like, <laughs> Ghost Jar Jar is like, "Oh, Annie, we shall be together forever." That's not, you could have said anything else. Um, that's I I don't know why that's the first that's the first one that came to your fucking head. That's, <laughs> You couldn't just just be like, do it. Like, you had to do the fucking Jar Jar Binks go. That's the the first thing that came to my my head. I'm fucking 2006 Adult Swim brain pilled. Okay, dude. (laughs) There's, um, I have, look, I have all the Robot Chicken DVDs over there, and I fucking don't like that show. Yeah, fair, fair enough. I just have to own every Adult Swim DVD in case I decide I need it. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of my Pokemon games. Um, 
right, this has been Owls Only. You can follow us on Twitter at Owls Only Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Adult Swim Merch Archive. Um, next week, Teenage Euthanasia, maybe? I don't know. We'll do something. All right, bye. Bye.